welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. I'm Gemma. And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship. From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, welcome back to the Hobby Tussle podcast. It's your host Gemma here. Unfortunately, Candice is not very well, so she won't be joining us. But today's episode happens to be one that I specifically wanted to talk about, and that is losing your biz mojo. So what do you do when you're just not finding your business fun anymore, or you're really demotivated to work on your business? Well, I'm going to be discussing that today. I'm all about introspection and I think the first thing you want to do is actually find out the cause for why you're not feeling motivated and work around it accordingly. So for example, has your business changed direction recently and it doesn't quite align with what you want to do? Are you working outside your comfort zone and it's stressing you out? Are you bored? Are you overwhelmed? Are you too focused on money tasks and not leaving time for the fun tasks? On the other side of that, you focus too much on the fun tasks that don't generate any income and therefore you're feeling disheartened because you're not making any money. Are you feeling burnt out? Are you feeling knocked down by a failure? Basically, there's several reasons that you can end up feeling disconnected from your business. And I think this is kind of something that happens in a cyclical way. You know, you get really inspired and then you become more of an expert at something and then you become a bit demotivated and you need to find other ways to energize yourself. But what I want to do is delve further into some of these causes and how you may resolve them. So the first example I gave is, has your business changed direction recently and it doesn't align? So there is so much potential when you're starting and running a creative business that you want to try out lots of different things and sometimes it works amazingly and sometimes it doesn't. So what do you do if it doesn't align and you've invested time into this niche? Well, I think the first answer to that is to not be hard on yourself. You know, there was a reason why you wanted to try it. And if it hasn't worked out, that's fine. You've given it a go. And now you have a better understanding of what you do like, and that will better direct you into the correct direction for you. So basically, I think you want to make the decision to change niche if you're finding that your business just doesn't align anymore. Or not necessarily change niche, it depends in which way your business has changed direction. Say for example, you've hired a VA and you've given them the stuff that you really enjoy um, and you find out that you're actually missing some of that stuff, maybe you switch that up. Try to pinpoint which ways your business has changed direction and why that's making you unhappy and then change direction accordingly. Okay, the next reason that you may be feeling demotivated is that you're working outside your comfort zone and it's stressing you out. So this is kind of what inspired the episode. So you probably know by now that I have some memberships that are for artists that want to earn money. And Frankly, it's out of my comfort zone. You know, I have been teaching calligraphy for a while. That is my niche. And I feel like an imposter and I feel uncomfortable and I feel, yeah, just out of my comfort zone. And I've been feeling out of my comfort zone for several months now. And 
<laughs> frankly, I'm a little bit stressed because it's been a while that I've been out of my comfort zone and I'm thinking, oh, is it that this isn't the right direction? But I know that I do love helping other artists. I love seeing their wins. And in a situation like this, it's about perseverance. You need to persevere until you start getting that validation that you're on the right track. So recently I received reviews from some of my members and it was so validating, they were so lovely. And I thought, phew, <laughs> thank goodness because I, yeah, I just felt like a fraud. And I know that I'm experienced and I know that I can do it, but <laughs> it's just something I needed to try. And yeah, sometimes you just need to persevere to get that validation and get your processes streamlined basically so that you feel more confident. Moving on to the next reason you may feel demotivated. Are you bored? Now, yes, you may have been drawn to the idea of starting an art business, but maybe you actually don't like running a business. It's not for everyone. Um, or maybe it's that you don't like the niche you're in and you're just not enjoying it very much. Try to pinpoint what exactly you don't enjoy. Is it all the admin stuff? Because I really get bored of a lot of admin stuff. Is there stuff that you can be delegating so that you can focus more on the funner tasks and therefore, you know, find yourself motivated again? Try to think of ways to re-inspire you. Or alternatively, just take a break. Take a break and see if you miss it. Something I've been noticing in the industry lately is some bigger names that have been around for years finally kind of realising that they don't want to continue their business. And that's because they've taken breaks and they've really had a chance to reflect and work out what they want. Now that's not to say that if you're feeling bored in your business currently that you should just pack it in, that's not what I'm saying. But maybe just give yourself some time and yeah, see if that gives you more insight into whether you miss it or what you're missing in your business. Alternatively, maybe just get back to what gave you joy in the first place. So for me, it was creating calligraphy. And when I've been feeling unsettled recently, I started creating calligraphy and you know, really reconnecting with the art itself and having fun because for a long time I've been thinking, oh, I can't create calligraphy if it's not for an Instagram reel because I need to promote this and this. And just not thinking of calligraphy as something to do for fun, but thinking of it in a business sense. So yeah, maybe go back to what you actually enjoyed in the first place. So for example, Candice is an artist and an illustrator that creates stationary merchandise she may want to go back to doodling her kitten dino or just doodling in general and yeah that could be a way to re-inspire you the next two reasons i'm going to group together so it may be that you're focused too much on money tasks or you're focused too much on fun tasks and this is something that i've actually struggled with recently so when i quit my job to pursue life as a full-time artist, I suddenly realised that I could not focus as much on what I deemed to be the fun tasks. I needed to be earning money to be able to keep it up. So I switched mindset and I dropped certain activities and only focused on stuff that I believed earned me money. 
and I've been realising lately that I actually really miss the fun tasks and I realised that I'd rather have slightly slower growth and actually enjoy my business and reincorporate the fun tasks again. Alternatively, if you're just doing the fun tasks and you're not focused on income and you're feeling demotivated because you're not earning any money in your business, I think you need to have a think on your strategy. So how much do you want to earn? How quickly do you want to earn that amount? Is this something that you want to do part-time or full-time? Because that's going to change what your business means for you as well. So if it's a side gig and you want to keep it as a side gig, then yeah, definitely focus more on the fun tasks. But if you have a determination or sometimes that desperation to go full-time with your business, then yes, maybe you should be focusing more on the money-orientated tasks. This doesn't mean that you need to drop the fun tasks altogether. You perhaps just need to think more strategically about what their purpose is. So say for example, you love creating YouTube videos, but it is so slow (laughs) to get subscribers and get monetized and you're feeling disheartened because you're enjoying the fun side of creating YouTube content, but you're not earning a penny because it takes so long to get up to that milestone. Maybe think of how you can promote some of your paid offers through your YouTube videos. So it may be that at the end of a video, you say, check out this product or check out this service. It could just be, you know, 20 seconds of talking about something you offer, but it means that there is some purpose behind that video for earning you income. And I think this is a big mistake that I made earlier on in my journey. So I was focused so much on Fantas that I didn't think of how... I was actually going to earn money and then getting frustrated that I wasn't earning money, even though I didn't really have a strategy. And if you really just want to focus on YouTube, for example, maybe look more into getting training on YouTube or niching down on YouTube. So for example, on my YouTube channel, I was creating calligraphy content, journaling content, stationary content, art business content. So it was a little bit all over the place in some regards, although generally artists like most of these things, it wasn't niched down enough. And I think if I really wanted to grow my YouTube channel, I should have picked one specific niche. Okay, moving on, are you burnt out? So we talked about burnout in one of our earlier episodes with Ellen, who was a fantastic guest, definitely go check out that episode. I think it was episode number three, which was very insightful into burnouts. So if you're burnt out, I think you definitely need to be resting rather than pushing yourself to work even harder. You definitely need a break. And once you've given yourself rest, your motivation will come back. Another reason you may be feeling demotivated is you've experienced failure recently or Failure is subjective, but you feel like you've experienced failure recently and that's not your confidence, you're not feeling inspired and you don't really want to work on your business right now. And it's okay to give yourself some time to let yourself heal a little bit from that. 
But also don't be too hard on yourself. You generally learn a lot from your failures. I feel like that's a bit cliche, but it's all about what you learn from these things. What a lot of you don't know is that I actually had a business previously that didn't go well. (laughs) So I was selling um, hot chocolates and I was basically buying hot chocolate and selling it on for profits. But it was so stressful. I did not know how to market things properly. Um, The stock was running out of its date, like its sell-by date. And it was very stressful. And I, frankly, I didn't enjoy it. It just, it just didn't align with me. And I felt like I'd failed because, you know, I ended up with out-of-date stock that I couldn't sell. And you know, I told everyone that I was starting this business and I got really excited about it. And then I kind of like was mumbling, oh yeah, I I quit that. And yeah, it looking back, yeah, when it happened, I definitely defined it as a failure. But now when I look back, I think, well, actually that helped me a lot. You know, I learned the basics of website development. I learned the basics of marketing. I learned how to stay resilient. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you've been knocked down by a failure, know that it's temporary. And when you look back, you'll realise that you've actually learnt stuff you may not even realise you've learnt. So now I'm just going to talk about some general tips for feeling inspired again. So in terms of taking a break, I don't think it should just be, you know, a day off from your business. And yes, sometimes a day off can be great, but that's not going to help re-motivate you again. Sometimes it needs to be a little bit longer. And, you know, you should actually plan something as well so that you feel like you're doing something fun away from your usual working space. So it may be a short holiday, a long weekend, um, and sometimes take a longer break away from your business. And especially if it's a side gig that doesn't require you to ship stuff out regularly, definitely, you know, take the break that you need. Another tip is to get a routine if you're feeling overwhelmed and really strip it back to basics. So, you know, this may mean that you start your day by doing the fun task. So for me, I actually really love blogging. I love talking about stuff that I'm passionate about in written form. So for me, starting my day on a good note would be creating a blog post for the day. So get into a routine that works for you. It's not just about work though. Maybe think of ways that you can set your day up right in other formats, whether it's some exercise, whether it's a nice breakfast, whether it's, you know, a lie-in or Alternatively, you know, getting up a little bit earlier so you have some time to decompress before jumping into work. Whatever it is, try to create a routine to help with that overwhelm so that you're not feeling all over the place because I've been there and it's really tricky. And then strip it back to the basics. So if you're feeling overwhelmed in your business, get back to what you believe is the core elements of your business. So for example, with me, I have so many things on my to-do list right now and I'm trying to up-level my business so it's starting to get increasingly complicated but if I was stripping things back to basics for me it would be teaching workshops and sending out emails 
that would be it. That That's my basics. And have a think about what your basics are and yeah, build up from there rather than trying to do too much at once. Another tip um, is if you're feeling bored or restless, maybe look at a collaboration or a new project or yeah, connect with other people, just meet other people in the industry and yeah, get get yourself out there, do something new, um, meet new people. The next tip is get outside the house. <laughs> I have been working from home for quite some time and it can get a bit boring when you're in the same place day in, day out. So get outside the house, go to a local coffee shop or a cafe and yeah, maybe do some work outside the house and connect with other local business owners as well. You know, if you go there on a regular basis, you can maybe connect with the people that work there and then you feel more like part of the community. My next tip is to treat yourself in a business related way. So for example, I recently treated myself to a professional photo shoot. And whilst I do generally believe it serves a business purpose, it was also just something for me too. You know, I've been working really hard in my business for a long time and the last photo shoot I got made me feel really good. And I use those photos all the time and I got some done recently and it's kind of re-inspired me again in a way. I have new photos that I can use rather than having to use the same photos again and again. Another way you could treat yourself is like a new gadget or something that motivates you to work on your business. You know, a new gadget could be something like a ring light for YouTube videos or maybe a journal. (laughs) I'm so biased though because I absolutely love buying new journals, but it doesn't have to be this big expensive thing. It could just be a small thing that makes you happier in your space. Just give yourself a little treat. You know, whether it's £5 or £500 worth, um, dependent on your budget, just do something for you to celebrate your success because you've already come so far, I guarantee it. You know, even if you're early on in your journey, you've learned an art and that takes a lot of hard work too. So celebrate your success, but maybe not more brush pens because I know you do not need more brush pens. I'm talking to all of you calligraphers. Okay, so that wraps up this podcast episode. It's definitely going to be a shorter episode. Um, It's been quite weird talking to myself again. (laughs) Um, I haven't recorded a YouTube video in a while, so it's weird just sitting down talking to myself. I haven't done that in quite some time. It's also much funner generally to chat to Candice than chatting to myself. But I hope that you find this episode helpful. I know that we all go through periods of this, so... Yeah, whenever you're feeling low or demotivated, come back to this episode and see if any of my tips help. So I'll catch you in the next episode. Don't worry, Candace will be back. Speak to you soon. Bye.